it's time to knock down doors. Not just knock on them, knock them down. There are so many green tech companies out there that are doing such amazing work. But none of that matters if they can't effectively sell their product, their amazing product or service. Gen Seed Advisors is looking to change that. They step in exactly where the need is and go so far as to even close for green tech companies. To hear how Gen Seed got started and how they help green tech companies not just knock on doors, but knock them down, make sure to watch this entire interview as I talk to Ben, the principal advisor at Gen Seed, on his mission to knock down doors. You're here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. All right, Ben, thank you for joining us today. And can you please introduce Gen Seed Advisors and what you guys do? All right, thanks, Billy. So Gen Seed Advisors is a early stage business development services provider. We work with climate technologies to help them get their deployments and close sales. Nice, and what led you to want to start a business where you're helping these green businesses close sales? Yeah. So. I've been in this space for a long time. I, I've worked initially as an engineer in the solar industry. I became a, an entrepreneur in energy efficiency. I worked as an entrepreneur in the EV space. And I've seen a lot of startups in the climate technology space, done a lot of sales. And I think that there's really a gap between the technology development and the the sales currently. And, and I think we're trying to fill that gap. Basically, I think that there's what we see right now in the market is that there's been a lot of investment into the space. People are hiring a lot of engineers. There's a lot of technology development and it's phenomenal stuff. But fundamentally, in order for us to meet our goals from a climate perspective, we don't have a lot of time and we got to get all these technologies out there as quickly as humanly possible. And so what we're trying to do is build a team around doing that, just that. Not, not just knocking on doors, but knocking down doors to get climate technologies deployed. Definitely, because it's not just that you have the technology, but you actually have to get the technology out there and people to use it. So if they're not able to use it because you're not selling it effectively and people think, oh, why do I need that? Then, you know, even though it's the best technology out there, it doesn't matter if nobody either A, knows about it or is using it. So that's the other two huge things. So you guys are definitely filling a big gap that needs to be filled for sure. Exactly. And, you know, we saw this in the the solar industry, kind of this is, you know, where we started building this thesis is that, especially in the residential solar industry, when Solar City, which, you know, became Tesla, when they kind of scaled back their, their, you know, their direct sales approach, the vast majority of the residential solar industry evaporated. We have a market-based incentive structure in the state of Maryland here, which because the market was dwindling so much, the incentive has gone up dramatically because fundamentally this residential solar push 
basically the push marketing hasn't occurred since it's been scaled back. And so seeing that, I think fundamentally what you what you see what you take from that is that or we took from that is that climate technologies need to be push marketed. Like these these things are not it it doesn't just get adopted. This is not a build it and they come. This is not a oh yeah, people just choose that one off the shelf. This is a somebody needs to knock down knock on the door, somebody needs to make the pitch. Somebody needs to figure out what needs to get done to close the sale because otherwise it just doesn't get done. And so I, I think that's kind of like our motivation is that if in the absence of someone push marketing these products, it's there's really nothing. There's really not a lot there. So I think we're, we're trying to fill that gap. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it comes that way in any market. I mean, if people are so busy that they can't just go out there and be searching, okay, what's the newest thing in climate tech? Like some enthusiasts will definitely be doing that, but the average day person who we need to adopt this as well needs to know about it. And if, if there's no marketing or sales around that being able to be spread, then there's nothing there. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So what do you feel kind of going along with that? What is your role in helping these companies with the fight against climate change? Yeah. So what we do is we come in support the entire sales process, whether that prospecting, lead qualification, or proposal, and we, we go so far as to actually close. We essentially augment an entire sales team, providing sales reports, kind of the, the entire process in an automated fashion, so that, again, as a startup, you typically don't build out your sales process, but you need to, because it's all about the funnel and it's about the kind of management, the whole process, but it's hard. And you can't just get that from hiring a single salesperson. So we, we provide that, that kind of full suite as a service. Definitely. And you need that because sales is how you, how you can move the business forward. If you're not making any sales, you're not going anywhere. That's, that's really critical. And kind of shifting gears to social media here, do you, in generating leads for these companies and also trying to generate those sales, do you use social media as a component of how you are marketing these and trying to get sales for these companies? Well, I will say that it's just, we don't step in at that point in the funnel, right? Social media is like the, the widest possible net. And we probably come in, you know, two stages after that, right? As much as I say that we come in as early as possible, I, I think that that's the wide net that I think that, that we don't necessarily cast just because we're, we're salespeople, we're not marketing people. I, I do view that as a marketing function. And so I think that that's of tremendous value and especially, you know, in positioning and branding, but just not our internal expertise. Definitely. But what about for Gen Seed? Is Gen Seed, you know, to let these other companies know about you? Are you going to be using social media? Yes, that is the plan. I will, I think part of this conversation is uh, spurring that, but uh, <laughs> to, to be also quite frank and honest, you know, we started this in initiative two months ago. And so we are currently undergoing a rebrand ourselves. Now when this video is gonna come out, so we might have rebranded by that point so we can post this to our new social media, et cetera. But I think that that is, that is our absolutely part of our strategy 
and especially going forward, not just in terms of social media, but also, you know, actual content generation. We have ideas on thought piece and, and thought leadership on what we're doing in the sales processing and Salesforce augmentation, things like that. Definitely. And where do you feel is the platform that you might in the future be using for social media for Gen Seed? Yeah, so I think LinkedIn is the number one business social media platform. Like I, I basically live there from a reviewing standpoint and it's also addictive you know as much as people say they're addicted to facebook like i feel like i'm addicted to linkedin you know having said that i think there there are some decent platforms on slack actually i think there are there are some localized slack groups that i think we likely be active on and i think that that's kind of a it's a budding form it's kind of taken the place of like the linkedin groups the space that those groups were functionally supposed to form but i think that that's okay there's opportunities to get into all of these things definitely and where do you feel for the companies that you are helping sell where do you feel is that place where you can really help them the most that you can really just say like hey i can help you do that yeah so i think Fundamentally, we are, we're a B2B platform. We serve the role of, for businesses that they, they're really haven't done the, the outreach that they need to when fundamentally their business needs to be a lot higher volume or, you know, kind of medium volume, depending on the number of prospects monthly, they're just not there. Right. If a business is dependent on one revenue source or even three, right? Like that's, it's not going to be enough. And I think what we fill the role of is, is literally filling the funnel. It's that initial intake and it's also the initial touch points that I think businesses desperately need and, and like the follow up that I think is so desperately needed in the process. Again, I tell people this all the time, right? Like sales isn't rocket science. It's not the technology development, right? But that doesn't mean it made it easy, right? It's still work. And it's still, you still need to be weeding your garden. You still need to be watering your garden to make sure that your plants are going to grow. So I think like where we step in in the process and where we best serve is those small to medium businesses that are looking to expand their sales and or, you know, the, the businesses that are looking to launch a new product. We're working with one group that's, you know, that's looking at a, at a new product offering. You know, and then the other group that we're, we're looking to serve is international companies looking for a U.S. based presence. And I think that's that's another role that we can we can fill. We don't have one yet, but I think that's another area where we're looking to, to serve. Definitely. You mentioned before that you have a platform for them to really see everything that's you know going on with sales and all of that. What tool are you using to really be able to convey your sales process to your clients? Yeah, I think it's, it's really a stack. Like as much as, you know, I'm not a software developer. I'm not like, a, you know really into the weeds there, but it's, it is a stack or a suite of, of different tools that we leverage, whether it's the outreach sequencing and automation, it's the CRM tools, it's the lead generation and things like that. It's the yeah, tracking and then reporting out. We have a, a suite of tools, but you know, we're, we're open on that front too, right? There <clears throat> fundamentally, you need to have a CRM. I like HubSpot personally, but typically often use our, our clients CRM to kind of keep that there. We have uh, automation for campaigns and yeah, that's there there are a lot of different options. Active campaign, HubSpot itself, Woodpecker, a few others. That's a necessary piece of this. And then going earlier, we use different tools to obtain lead contact information, whether that's Zoom info, Rocket Reach, Seamless, Contact Out. There's a there's a long list of all of all these pieces. I think 
fundamentally that that kind of makes the the suite or the stack that we we package up you know I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that we had our own customized you know proprietary software suite we don't have it, but it's a it's a matter of how you use it and how you leverage it this is what a uh, a platform makes so that, that's my hope at least definitely there's a lot to be said about being able to use that whole suite of tools effectively because having to go out there and if somebody were to want to try to learn each individual one i mean it takes takes time and lots of times you're trying to run the whole entire business elsewise and if you don't have that foundation of how you use all these separate tools. It can take a lot of time to be able to go through and have to learn all of those. So being able to have somebody who's going to take over that process and already knows all those different tools and can use them effectively, that's that can be really huge, especially for a company that that really needs that. So that's really good. We've taken a long time to, we've experimented with different ones. We try to try them all really. Right. Definitely. In what situations have you used different tools in the past? So I like for, you know, especially the contact info, I'm a fan of rocket reach. I like it. It integrates with LinkedIn directly there, but there are other tools that better integrate with CRM and like seamless.ai has a better CRM integration for that tool or function. Contact out, I guess, is similar to rocket reach. Hunter.io is good for, it doesn't have the LinkedIn integration, but it's good for individual kind of website outreach. And then getting into the actual outreach itself, automation, there are different suites for different purposes. So like there's drip email campaigns. So like Woodpecker is good for that. Active Campaign is pretty good about that. HubSpot has good sequencing tools for that directly. And then CRM, I think the key thing there is it, one, I think for CRM specifically, pick with one, right? Pick one and just, you know, like be careful what you pick and like, cause that's going to be your your baby, that's harder to switch than the others. You can't just jump between those, you know, it just, that's a whole process. I like HubSpot because it's relatively inexpensive. It's easy to use, you know, the integrations are great. Salesforce is great, but it's expensive and integrations are not as intuitive. And then, you know, things like Zoho are, are good, but less user-friendly in terms of the interface. And I have less experience with some of the other CRM tools, but they're, they're all great and effective. I think it's just a matter of like getting up to speed with them, really getting the functionality out of it because they're all tremendous tools. It's just, you need to make sure that you're using them effectively. Definitely. That is the way with any tool is that if you don't use it the right way, you know, just not going to work the way it should. So definitely knowing how to use it is, is key. And what do you feel is kind of like the biggest thing that's lacking for most green tech companies who are trying to sell? Like where have you seen like the biggest thing that's lacking for them in sales? Fundamentally, I think I'm trying to think through some of the examples here, but I, I think a lot of it is just the actual process. It's like you bring in a salesperson and they start making phone calls and, you know, but you're not tracking any of them and you don't really know who's talking to who. You don't really know which account is which. It's not done systematically. So I, I think to the extent that folks are just kind of winging it, it really, it's not that it's, it's harmful. I think any outreach is good. Any outreach, any touch point is always a good thing. Maybe not like a bad touch point, but yeah, I, I think to the extent that people are, are getting out of the market, it's good. But I, I think in terms of like communication with the rest of the company, assuring that there's actual sales at the end of the process is the biggest thing, right? It's so one, it's implementing the process so that you know that there's you know that there is a funnel you can see how it's progressing 
and assure that there's going to be something out that there's enough at the bottom of the funnel that you can actually close. But then there's also more at the top of the funnel that you can that you can see this over time. Because I think that to manage a business, you're right, it's all about cash flow. And you, you can't manage cash flow without managing sales. As as companies progress from technology development into deployment, which I think needs to be as early as possible. Maybe I just have an East Coast mentality, but I think companies should be profitable or, or at least revenue positive. I think that the key is getting out there and systematically conducting outreach to the point that you're filling the funnel and you're also getting feedback to, to loop back with the technology development, et cetera, depending on where you are with your, your product development and things like that. Right, definitely. And you guys do that for your clients. You help them build that funnel and customize it to what they need. Exactly, exactly. It's all about kind of building out the whole process, the full kind of sales cycle, depending on the needs. Part of our list of services is full service kind of sales augmentation. But then there's also, we can we can parse that out in terms of, okay, it's just account management or it's qualification. It just kind of depends on on the need. There are, I think, a lot of different, a lot of different services, a lot of different things we can do. Bottom line is we're a service provider. We have different suites and packages and things like that, but it's likely going to be customized for the client. Definitely. That's, that's good. I'm sure a lot of people who are looking for a sales consultant to really be able to kind of take over their process is going to want to make sure that you're not going to just give them some cookie cutter thing, but out of the back, just really be able to have something that's customized to them that, that can really fit their business, which is good. So I want to ask two more questions. This first one, just what is the best way for somebody to reach out to you who wants to get in touch with you, who wants to learn more? Yeah. Email ben at genseed.co. Probably my best, easiest way to that I'll, that I'll contact, but I'm open to LinkedIn connections, what have you. I tend to try to respond to whomever reaches out. I got, I got love for the cold outreach. So I, I try to respond in kind. Definitely. Awesome. Well, great. And then the last question here, what is for a green tech company that's looking to grow and looking to scale? What is like one tip that you would give them in terms of their business that could really help them Take it to the next level. Yeah, I would say like Nike, just do it. I think part of it is like, honestly, it's outreach is king. Customer traction is king. And you need that to get your funding. You need that to get to get your revenues, et cetera. And I think whatever outreach you can do is helpful. And if you need help, call Billy or, or call Ben. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, great, Ben. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. It was, it was really great having you on. All right. Thanks, Billy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green Business Impact Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing your weekly dose of climate positivity. In a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening, it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world. Make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of the top minds in the green industries. And if you are interested in taking your green business to the next level, consider checking out our Business Creativity Mastermind linked in the show notes below to harness the power of creativity and innovation to 10x your business. Thanks again, and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of Climate Positivity.